Family Podcast. When the seagulls follow the trawler, it's because they think sardines will be thrown into the sea. Thank you. I was trying to figure out how many years it's been since I started following the Premier League. Uh, it was like 96. So, SBS, S- Monday Night Highlights Package. That's right. Yeah, exactly right. Because, uh, <clears throat> you know, I, we didn't have SBS where I was in the country, being being, being a country bunkin. Uh, and, uh, yeah, magically... Did you one, have a TV? Yeah, we had a TV. <laughs> we, it was like, you know, Channel 9 and ABC. You know, it was it was only rugby. Rugby, rugby. And, uh, <clears throat> the, you know, the local man's game. And, uh, yeah, randomly one weekend... Uh, they upgraded the. Uh, I didn't know this at the time, being a kid in primary school. They uh, they upgraded the tower, the, the the radio tower that sat on a, a hill somewhere between my my dad's farm and, and Newcastle. And uh, yeah, turn on the TV, and all of a sudden it was all these extra channels, including SBS. And uh, there it was. They had the Premier League show, the all uh, the, well, the football show ran all afternoon. The SBS World Game show basically ran all afternoon. Uh, on a Saturday or Sunday, I can't remember exactly when, but I think it was a Sunday. And uh, yeah, then they had the EPL highlight show, including match of the day. And the very first match of the day was Crystal Palace versus Liverpool in 96 or 97. And uh, yeah, as you can tell, been hooked on that Liverpool team since. Anyway. I can't even remember when I started watching the EPL, but I think it was before... I must have been in year year seven. So what's that? Jeez, 90, 94, I think it is. Yeah, yeah 94. 94 for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Year seven for me was 97 or 96 or 97. Yeah. In fact, maybe it was 95, 94, 90. Yeah, probably about 94, 95. Um, and I used to watch it, but I wasn't. I didn't like follow the the only club that I really sort of like was Arsenal just because of the way they play because my my perception of English football is just a very direct boring you know yeah. just lob it up to the fo- to the forwards run for it score a goal cross the ball header and, that, and corners that's it like that was about the extent of of depth of the English game yeah, yeah. and to be honest it kind of was <laughs> up until you know the foreign well yeah coaches started coming well yeah I mean uh, before Wenger um, Wenger came in at Arsenal it was. Uh... The old, the old Arsenal chant was, and this was even for the away fans, was 1-0 to the Arsenal. Because like they would just call, only score one goal. <laughs> <to the> <laughs> that was yeah. it. Um, yeah, and then defend. But but yeah, man, I mean, and then, yeah, t- towards, I don't know what, the late 90s, 2000s, that's when APL was just to blow up, got huge after the, after the Serie A downfall. Yeah. With all the corruption. Yeah. APL took over and it's been the best league ever since. Yeah, I mean... I, I th- and here we are. Yeah, that's right. I mean, like, like you can see, like, you know, how far the, how the game has transformed. Like, you're looking at now, yeah, this this Fantasy Premier League uh, has been running now for quite a few years now. Um, and, you know, I mean, and the Premier League itself uh, founded off the back of yet another Murdoch enterprise, uh, which was really funny because you're considering the, uh, you know, Murdoch's interest in... In the round ball game here in Australia, is uh, you know nothing, but he was more than happy to uh, you know market the product 
in uh, in the 90s in in England because he he saw the uh, you know all that cash <laughs> lit up his eyes and uh, yeah man and led led to where we are now. Some would say we don't even need a Super League anymore. The Premier League is the Super League. Looking at these numbers here, Premier League has total players, 6,976,881. The Fantasy Premier League? For the Fantasy Premier League, yeah. yeah. Yes. Pretty good. Yeah. That's that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It makes, you, so, it makes you feel all the worse when you're in the take, uh, in the bottom 6 or 7 million. <laughs> For points. Oh yeah, the rankings. Yeah, it's, it's outrageous. <laughs> like people who get anywhere near, you know, the top one percent, which is that's just yeah, that's mental. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, obviously, understand how it works intricately. Oh, absolutely. Um, so take take me through your lineup, man. To my lineup. Take me through your lineup and 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 the rationale behind your your selections, because this this is about to close down, right? It closes down the moment that the first game starts, which is tomorrow morning, Arsenal away to Crystal Palace. Yep. 5 a.m. game. I believe it, so it may even close down through your lineup. even before, I think it's like maybe even a night an hour before kickoff because they normally do the whole, okay. um, you know, because the lineups are normally announced uh, about an hour or oh, half you're right. hour. 3.30. Yeah, yeah. 3.30 a.m. Yeah, yeah. So Our time. Yeah, there yep. you go. Well, that's a good. That's a good hour and a half before. Uh, so, yeah. So, you can't make any more change before then. Uh, and so, yeah, as you know, uh, the people that definitely maximize their points in every single match week are looking to make those transfers right up to that uh, that cutoff. Yeah. Because they'll, you know, get all the, the injury news will come flying through, um, you know, all the recommendations. So, you know, some some, some people are so desperate. They'll, they'll be watching all by that point. Yeah, they'll be watching all the training videos, you know, 24 hours that would happen 24 hours before. <laughs> Look, Just looking for any sort of edge they can get. Uh, but yeah, no. For me, uh, I'm, I'm pretty simple when it comes to, to fantasy Premier League. I usually uh, pick my my players um, pretty quickly. Um, I'll have some. Uh, I'm, I'm a sucker for this too. Like I always, you know, sort of typically could pick a, like a fan favorite. Um, so I won't be going based off any sort of you know his historical stats. Uh, like I've taken a couple of risks definitely this season uh, with some relatively new players from Liverpool. Uh, but yeah, anyway, but the, the primary thing is, um, yeah, try to get as many assists as you can from your back line. Um, goal scoring or assist, obviously giving uh, midfielders. So, you know, you're, you're not going to pick, uh, you know, like what would be a now a Roy Keane because uh, he's a walking yellow or red card. You don't want one of those guys in your team, even though he's a fantastic player. <laughs> um, you want people that are just, you know, points driven. Um, so, yeah, from the, going from back to front, uh, I've got uh, Ramsdale, uh, the good old... Arsenal goalkeeper in, the, in there because he had a pretty solid season last year. Uh, lots of shot stops, um, good penalty record. It's the kind of thing where you want to, you want in a goalkeeper in your fantasy team to get those extra points. Um, Alexander Arnold, of course, um, one of the highest assists uh, giving uh, fullbacks in the in the league uh, year on year, uh, and second and or if not uh, equal to him, Cancelo from Man City. Um, you know, one of those guys again. He's always up and down that wing. When balls in the box and providing assists. Um, I've stepped so, away. Sorry? So, slow down a bit. Yeah. So, slow down a bit because you, you went straight from goalkeepers to, to the defenders. Yes. Yeah. So with who's your who's your backup keeper? Oh, my backup keeper. Uh, sorry, I'm rushing through. I, I haven't even thought about my bench. I was going to do my bench last because they're usually like my least considered. <laughs> um, uh, I got uh, Goita. Is it Goita? 
Oh, yeah. Yep. I'm probably just butchered his last name. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he's my backup keeper. No, quite a. Yeah. Quite that. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's probably. So, what was he like? Four and a half mil? Yeah. And then, uh, and uh, last season, again, he basically, you know, it's one of those things. You want, a, you want a backup keeper who plays pretty much every game, plays 90 minutes. Uh, he's consistently scored well over 100 points every season on top of that. So, uh, and, you know, playing for Crystal Palace, he's going to he's gonna stop a lot of shots. Um, he's probably going to have to save a lot, try to save a lot of penalties. <laughs> uh, as much as Patrick Vieira is trying to improve that team, uh, he's, he's one of the good backup keepers you want. Um, <clears throat> and then in terms of uh, backup defender, I've got Cash. Uh, again, another uh, Aston... Another solid Aston Villa player. Uh, last season, he had a really good season, actually, uh, under Steven Gerrard, um, picking up to 147 points, which is huge uh, for one of your uh, lower uh, price defenders. Uh, and then I've got Eric Dyer. And now he steps away from that mold of that, um, uh, you know, wing back uh, that you would probably prefer is going to get more assists. The main thing is, like, because, you know, Eric Dyer sometimes plays in midfield um, and he gets he definitely gets into the box a lot. Uh, on set pieces, um, so I'm kind of looking for the goals from him this this year. Uh, moving into the oh no, another sorry backup defender is uh, Connor Cody. Um, I have to go for him. This is like a fan favorite pick for me, even though he does do fairly well. Like <laughs> last year was probably his best season on fantasy Premier League record with 138 points. Um, he got four goals, uh, but he's 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 uh, he's a renowned Liverpool fan. He's a, he's a massive Liverpool fan. He actually, I think he was actually born in Liverpool. Uh, so I, I can't go past that. He's like a free Liverpool player pick uh, who doesn't play for Liverpool. Um, and um, midfield, uh, Wilfred Zaha, uh, of course, is a constant goal threat there for Crystal Palace. Uh, home against Arsenal, bit of a risk. Uh, but play the chance. I, the reason why I would play Zaha is because I don't have any Arsenal defenders. Uh, which means I'm not going to lose points if he scores. Um, and uh, if Arsenal win and he scores, I'm still winning. So <laughs> uh, that's, the, that's the theory there. Um, Odegaard, of course, uh, now officially named the Arsenal new Arsenal captain. Um, absolutely brilliant pick. I mean, I've been watching this guy since all his viral YouTube videos came out, uh, you know, back when he was like 14 and he was like tearing up the Norwegian leagues. And then got signed for Real Madrid at like 14 or 15, whatever it was, and then disappeared into the nether realms for years <laughs> until he uh, finally had so, a... So that. Yeah, yeah. And then he finally had a good uh, loan spell at Real Sociedad, which included, um, I think I think, I think, think they actually beat uh, Real Madrid once or twice when he was, uh, you know, pulling the strings. And uh, so it's, you know, it's been a great pickup for Arsenal. He like really flew under the radar for me. Like when they picked him up, I was like, wow. Um, he's going to do good. And, you know, um, with, um, is it Smith? No. Who's the other midfielder uh, for Arsenal? The other young guy. Um, so not Saka, the uh, Smith Rowe. Is it Smith Rowe? Yeah, he plays on the left. Yeah, so Smith Rowe had really linked up with him as well. Like, um, But now with obviously uh, Jesus up front, um, yeah, that partnership is looking really good. Uh, so that's why I got him in there for, you know, goals and assists. Um Bowen, uh, Jared Bowen, again, um, West Ham player. Last year, again, was his best EPL, uh, fantasy Premier League season uh, by miles, 206 points, like huge amount of points. Um, you can't really go past him for that that price point as well. Uh, goals and assists galore. 
Um, Luis Diaz, I've gone for um, from Liverpool. Um, he, he came in late. He came in the January January transfer window for Liverpool last year. Um, showed lots of really good signs. Probably didn't produce as many uh, points as you probably expect. But 64 points from um, from January um, for, for Fantasy Premier League for his first time in the Premier League, probably a half decent. Uh, and I'm and I'm expecting like big things from him this season. Now he's had the whole you know full preseason, etc. Probably a bit more settled. Um, um, you know, the, obviously the Liverpool coaching staff making him a bit more clinical. Um, up front, uh, sorry, my backup midfielder, uh, sorry, is Ward Prowse. Uh, again, a fan favorite, but um, also his best um, fantasy Premier League season last year, 159 points. Um, but you know he's just that constant. Um, he he takes all the free kicks for Southampton. So you're looking at assists, um, direct free kicks for goals. He's got one of the best um, goal scoring records from free kicks in English Premier League history. Now um, he's actually set to potentially overtake Beckham um, even this season, potentially. Um, so yeah, he's 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 like definitely a solid backup um, or someone you want to bring in if. If someone's out, or if um, say Southampton's playing two games in one match week um, compared to someone else. Uh, moving on to the forward line, um, to Tony uh, for Brentford. Uh, again, uh, he's only had a couple of seasons in the Premier League, um, short appearances there in 20, 2015, 2016, where he didn't do much. Uh, but last year was huge for him 139 points, uh, sort of that real emerging uh, sort of young striker. Um, it's one of those guys that, like you, you expect that for that for a small club like Brentford, he's going to basically be the center of attention, play pretty much every game. Good chance he'll he'll get as many goals, if not more, uh, this year. Um, then, of course, the big boys, uh, the big expensive signings uh, for this lineup: uh, Jesus, of course, switched over from Man City to Arsenal, expecting amazing things like. Uh, I remember when he first joined City and I thought he was going to be a much bigger player there, like, you know, more of a long-term uh, replacement for, for Sergio Aguero, um, but it didn't really seem to happen. And But the, one of the things that I remember distinctly, the first few games he played and they started him like more regularly, uh, he was quoted as saying like he, he didn't expect the Premier League to be so easy. And now obviously playing for City and he had, you know, four or five games where he was getting tap-ins, um, it might feel like that. Um, but I also saw that like he had that quality and um, yeah, now I can see now in the preseason, like you've seen, like he scored so many goals, he scored a heap of goals. He's looking really solid, looks settled in the team already. Like you just expect him to start firing from day one. Um, and then finally, yeah, Darwin, uh, I couldn't go past Darwin. He's long, he's, he is the main replacement for um, uh, Mane. Mane. Mane, he's gone to Bayern Munich. Uh, and for me, like he, he, he's a similar player in many ways, but also different. He's similar to Diaz, but probably a little bit more clinical, definitely more clinical actually in, in his finishing. Um, and yeah, he's going to see a lot, a lot of minutes alongside Salah, I would say this year. Um, which is funny because how the, the, the fantasy Premier League works because Diaz is a midfielder and Darwin's a striker, but in reality, um, you know, you're probably likely to see for Liverpool, they're starting three. Up front three will be um, Darwin, Salah, and Diaz. Um, and, you know, Darwin through the middle, um, Diaz at the left, and uh, Salah at the right. So I'm expecting to see those three play a lot of minutes together. 
But yeah, that's that's um, that's the long winded um, <laughs> um, rundown of my <laughs> fantasy Premier League team. Probably taking up like fifteen minutes. It's gonna be fun, dude. But yeah, look, you've got a lot of the players that I've picked as well. Yeah. I've got a slightly different strategy in that I've focused less on last year's performances, like in terms of points. Didn't really look into that too much. And more with the exceptions of like the expensive players, but mm. um, looked for bargains and tried to get more quality in the premium players by just basically picking fodder. So in goals, I've got Pickford because I expect that he is going to get Every game. Yep. And he's a solid keeper. Um, Forster, who's gone to Tottenham, um, he's just going to be my, in my bench. So that's just, I wanted the cheapest goalkeeper who's le- the, le- the least shit of the, of the fodder <laughs> goalkeepers, and that would be him. Yeah. In, uh, def- in my back line, I've got uh, Dunk, James, Alexander Arnold, Cancelo, and Perisic. So Dunk will be my bench player um Perisic I picked because I oh, reckon Perisic. he's gonna get it every game and I expect oh, assists. <clears throat> yeah. I completely forgot about Perisic. Did they classify him as a yeah. defender? Con- yeah, Conte he'll play you'll play him on the oh, on the wing. You'll play him on back. the wing. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. That's so funny. Because yeah, like yeah, like I mean and it's I a Conte in Italy is hand picked. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean I mean Conte coming from Italy, Perisic having played in Italy for so long. Yeah, he's tactically adapted. Like, he'll love him all year, yeah. So James Alexander Arnold Cancelo Perisic I think is a pretty solid backline um, midfielders. So I went with Odegaard as well. Uh, I got Saka, Salah, Bowen, and Neto. Neto will be my bench player. Yeah. Yeah. So again, and so again, there's, front, again, there's uh, Salah is a midfielder. <laughs> Just find hilarious, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I think him and him and Kane are the most expensive players. I think they're both on. Yeah. Salah's 13, 13 mil. Yeah. Oh yeah, because he uh, he he had most as well, but he's listed as a forward. Seller had most most goals and assists last year. So, uh, and up front, Jesus, Tony, and Greenwood from Leeds. He'll be my bench player. But um, yeah, so I'm going to be playing a four four two formation. Yep. Oh yeah, sorry, I didn't mention my formation. I'm playing three four three, which is uh, of course three four three li- okay. Liverpool's formation. Couldn't, couldn't resist. I don't know how good I'm going to go first round there because most of my players are playing away. So, oh, sorry, I stand corrected. That's going to be that, is, that is not Liverpool's formation. Liverpool's formation is four three three. Four three three. Yeah, two centre backs, two wing backs, three central midfielders, and three forwards. Awesome. We'll know more this time tomorrow. Actually, no. Liverpool play at around 11 p.m. tomorrow night. Who are they playing? No, no. Uh, 9.30 9 a.m. Uh, Australian, Australian Eastern. And, uh, yeah, of course, Arsenal 5, 5 a.m. Uh, Australian Eastern. So, um, yeah. Okay. So, I'll... they're playing Fulham away. So, that'll be Fulham's first game. Or back back, into back the, in the Premier League. Premier League. Again. Uh, welcome back, Fulham. Uh, we've seen you. Up and down many times over the years, um, and, and they got Leno in goals now. Yeah, that's a interesting pickup. See how he goes. Uh, see if he can recover his career at Fulham. Oh, he'll he'll do fine, man. He yeah. he never actually did bad. He didn't do anything wrong. It's just it's not what Arteta 
was looking for. I think he was yeah, wanting someone I mean, more fiery and you know better with with the ball at his feet. Yeah, yeah, and long that, and passing. You know, that's stuff that Leno doesn't have. Yeah, and that, and that's the thing with with the uh, the top the top teams in the Premier League now or, or any league really. Um, it's a, like a minimum requirement from the goalkeeper. So as soon as they show, you know, within only a few games, because Leno was brought across, you know, he was he was a big big money signing uh, for Arsenal mm-hmm. as a young keeper. And same with um, Chelsea with the. Um, Sorry, I can't remember. I'm definitely going to butcher his name. He like one of the longest names in um, uh, Premier League goalkeeper history. Kepa. Kepa. Yeah, Kepa. <laughs> Just go for the short name. Oh, go for the short name. Sorry, I completely forgot about that. Uh, yeah, Kepa. Uh, yeah, same thing. Like, you know, they signed him as, you know, like, you know, the next Gisiliath or whatever. And uh, he quickly uh, buckled under that, under the weight of that expectation. And, um, and uh, yeah, the current keeper has uh, been amazing for them. Uh, sorry, what's his name again? I feel awful not remembering. Mendy. Mendy, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. I, again, like the best keeper in Europe by mile um, for the last couple of years and still not nominated for any major European awards. Um, yeah, anyway. I say much more about that. Yeah, there we go. All right, so let's do a round of predictions. So mm-hmm. we're going to move a little way, a little bit away from our our fantasy league lineup. So we got yep. Crystal Palace at home, Arsenal away. What's your prediction? Arsenal away. Uh, just just based on the preseason form, I don't, I didn't see much of Crystal Palace in the preseason. I think they did play a few friendlies, um, but again, like a lot of the teams, they had a shorter preseason this year because of all this so many games, um, particularly with the um, uh, European Nations League and all that sort of stuff. Uh, Arsenal have looked really good in their preseason, so I'm thinking actually like three one, three one Arsenal for that one. My prediction is two one Arsenal. Sounds good. All right, Fulham Liverpool, Fulham at home. Uh, Liverpool away. I think we're going to put them to the sword. Um, is it- Welcome back Should to the be a free lunch. Yeah, we're we're going to give him welcome back to the Premier League. I think it's going to be four nil. <laughs> Nothing biased about it. Five nil, I reckon. <laughs> five one. Five one. All right, that's good. Five one's my prediction. Definitely nothing yeah. biased about my opinion. Alrighty, let's go to the next. So this will be Sunday morning games. So we've got Bournemouth at home. Yep. Against Aston Villa. Prediction again: Bournemouth promoted club. Back in the Premier League. Uh, yeah, I haven't even seen, haven't even had a, even had a look at their, who's on their team. Um, but irregardless, because, you know, I got roast into glasses and against, and again, a bit of that Liverpool bias. Uh, let's go Steven Gerrard. Uh, I think it's going to be 2-1 Aston Villa. And also because, you know, Villa did actually play really well last year and expecting more of the same this year. I reckon one all draw. Could be fair. All right, Tottenham Southampton. Tottenham Southampton. Oh, okay, jumping down. Uh, yeah, again, I think I I didn't see much of Tottenham in the preseason. Didn't see much about them in the press. Um, so it's hard to say. But as long as uh, you know Sun and Kane are fresh. Uh, and, and now with Perisic in the team, if he as long as he's been fit and fresh off off that preseason, 
Um, yeah, I think they're pretty solid. I think 2-0 Tottenham. Only because they've got Ward Prowse in the Yeah, match. I think Tottenham will... I reckon they'll do... They'll do well this season. Um, mostly because of Conte. Yeah. And now that he's got some players in there that he uh, obviously he's, he's shuffled the team a bit. Yeah. No, I, I think the, the, key, the key for Tottenham yeah, they'll, is... They'll uh, the board just need to keep Conte happy and, and they'll continue to do well uh, year on year. 3-0. 3-1. Newcastle, Nottingham Forest. So that's the third promoted team, Nottingham Forest. Yep. yep. I can't even remember the last time I played in the Premier League. It was ages ago. <laughs> I know. The the original the original goat of English football, Nottingham Forest. Um, they they were the greatest of all time, um, so far as English football was confirmed. Well before Liverpool and Man United uh, dominated the the English game, um, and then later on, obviously you know Chelsea and Man City, um, all those European championships. But unfortunately, yeah, they are fresh back in in the Premier League. They have uh, they picked up Jesse Lingard. Um, it's their most notable off season transfer. Um, so we'll we'll see if he's more interested in um, doing Instagram posts before the game or turning up. But I think Newcastle will continue their their strong uh, season. They were pretty solid actually. After uh, was it is it Eddie Howe? Is it Eddie Howe that went in there? Yeah, yeah, Eddie Howe, and yep. they had some really good transfers. Yep. Um, so again, I, I don't think they had too much transfer activity over the, the off season, but um, uh, the the team that they did pick up. Like you know, people laughed at them when they signed like Chris Wood and stuff like that. But the the, key, the Kiwi, the the token to Kiwi, is that there's more hey, there's more Kiwis in the in the yeah in the, got in the Premier League than there are Australians right now. Anyway, um, yeah, they have got a solid team. I, I think Newcastle. Uh, they've got some good players, man. Yeah, I actually think Newcastle three 0 I would expect them to finish top ten. Yep. Yep. This season. Newcastle, I love um, Kimarish. He's freaking awesome. Mm. And Saint Maxim, you can't you can't and, uh, you can't go past Saint Maxim dancing. Yeah, Maxim is is exciting, exciting player to watch. Alrighty, so yeah, I reckon Newcastle three nil. Leeds, wait, 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 hang on, but, before we move on to Leeds, you, you got to say about Newcastle. Mm. What is it about them that they find these? Um, these random magicians, year on year, <laughs> for decades, they've picked up some random magician. Like in, you know, back in the day, they had David Ginola. Um, you know, uh, who was the French? Who was the French guy? Uh, oh, the other French guy. They, they had a whole raft of Frenchmen, mercurial Frenchmen, that had gone through the Newcastle team, like mostly left footers as well. Um, and now, yeah, of course, in the modern now they got Maxim, just this this X factor player who does like these uh, you know out of out of this world tricks. Fonsino Espria, you know. Um, sorry. Do you remember Remy Cabella? Remy? Yeah, so he still plays. He plays for Lille. Oh, yeah. He used to have this stupid haircut, but he was like a another one of these, you know, very technical French players. Yeah. Playing for Newcastle, you know, generally a, a poor team, but he was, he was outstanding. Love that guy. Love watching him play. Is, oh, I've got to see. He's I really got to check this. He's a, bit, he's a bit old now. He's 30, 32. But you must, you must remember I've seen him play. He's, he's, he was good. 
Yeah. Oh, there was. Yeah, there's been some amazing French players that gone to that Newcastle team. I did, but yeah, yeah, definitely some of the best left footers. Um, David did. Oh, Lauren Rube, Lauren Robert. Um, I remember he was like one of the. <laughs> Uh, one of the best um, left left footers I've seen. Oh, Ben Arthur again, just like ridiculous yep. dribbling skill. Um, yeah, wow. Oh. The rest of them not so much. Yeah, Ru- rumor has it that Pepe, Nicola Pepe, might be going to Newcastle. Oh, really? From Arsenal? Yeah, because Arteta doesn't doesn't really trust him. He rarely plays him. Um, yeah, no, he's a great, I think he's a really good player, but he's not. He doesn't fit the system. Yeah, it's probably co- he's competing in soccer. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, that's that's hard because soccer is super consistent, and I think maybe that's what Pepe struggled with. He was just not as consistent as soccer. It's like it's an, it's an easy yeah. decision for a manager. Cool. All right, back to the fixtures. All right, Leeds Wolves. Leeds Wolves. Uh, apparently. I saw some numbers for the transfer stats for this offseason. Leeds has got like they're in the top ten for global club transfers. I was like, I, like because I, I know they sold Rafinha, uh, but uh, yeah. Anyway, they they bought a and, they bought a and bunch. Calvin of, Phillips to Man City. And Calvin Phillips went to Man City. So you know they had a lot of money come in. They've obviously purchased some players. I have no idea who they are. Um, <laughs> I don't know if they're any good. Um, Bielsa's not. They hired um, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Well. Ted Lasso's catching. Bielsa brought in Ted Lasso. <laughs> it's uh, you know, I, I mean, if you are if you are going to trade up, you know, the only person you can trade up to is Ted Lasso yeah, from Bielsa. That's 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 it. Otherwise, you're trading down. Um, no, I think Leeds at home, new squad. It's oh man, this is a bit of a mystery game. I'm going to say two two. I reckon two one. To Leeds because Bamford's he's back. Oh, he's back, is he? Oh, I didn't and know that. He's uh, yeah, he scored a couple during the um preseason. Nice, so nice. Big fan of Bamford. Yeah, let's let's go through their lineup actually. Because, yeah, I know we're both, so, I know well, we're both historical fans of uh, uh, Leeds and and Bielsa, of course, you know, Leeds. Leeds being a, a massive uh, Aussie Aussie fan club team uh, from back in the in the in the days when Viduka and and Kuehl were playing there, and uh, and also for me like uh, for me like Leeds um, uh, James Milner because he started there when he was like fifteen or sixteen his his debut game for Leeds in the Premier League, uh, and he's still now of course he's playing for Liverpool as uh, a much older man, um, but um, uh, yeah a lot of uh, Got a soft spot for Leeds, definitely. I'm just going to go through their lineup now. I'm trying squad. to see who they who they bought. Transfers. Um, oh, here we go. All right, 2022 players in. Sonny Perkins from West Ham, undisclosed. L- Lewis Sinistera. From Feyenoord, undisclosed. Tyler Adams from Red Bull. Uh, which Red Bull team was that? There's a couple of Red Bull teams. Leipzig from Leipzig. There's, there's quite a few. Leipzig, uh, yep. Darko Giabi from Man City. Never heard of him. Obviously, one of their uh, many talented youth players that couldn't make it through the, the team. Oh, a couple of 
players here from um, the other red, the other Red Bull team, Red Bull Salzburg, uh, Brendan Aronson and Rasmus Christensen, and then finally from Bayern Munich, Mark Roca. Roja. Roca. 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 Yeah, so so youngsters. Yeah. There's a place yep, twenty five, which has been you know the Leeds mo for a while now. I mean, it always has been, I guess. <laughs> um, the vast majority of the team have been, uh, you know, twenty five or under. It's only when they had, um, oh, who was it? Was it no? Was it was it David Batty? Did David Batty play for Leeds? Yeah, he did. He was like the only old. Never liked that guy. <laughs> well, didn't Danny Mills play for him as well? Yeah, <laughs> Danny Mills and David Batty. You know, it was back when they needed a couple of hard. What a rubbish yeah, player! Yeah, no, that was that was back when you had it. You had to have a couple of hard men in your team, otherwise you just wouldn't survive. Go, come up against Man United, and you didn't have any hard men, you, or uh, or Wimbledon. You get chopped off the park. What a rubbish player. He made some ridiculous comment not that long ago and Rod sent it to me and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> How, why is this guy even talking to me? Anyway. Well, da- um, da- David Batty? <laughs> no, Mills. Oh, Mills. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, let's move on. Everton, Chelsea. Everton, Chelsea. Oh. There's someone. Oh, that, oh, that's uh, have Ever- the Everton done any business other than sell Richarlson? Oh, okay, I did go back to this case. Uh, wait, Premier League Sunday. Oh, oh okay, match week one. We're still match week one. Okay, here we go. Uh, wait, what did I miss here? You get it? You had Everton, Chelsea. Yeah, Everton, Chelsea. Oh, there it is. Ah, oh, okay. Sorry, that was at the bottom of my list. Two thirty AM, Australian Eastern, um, on Sunday. Hmm. I actually, yeah. I think both teams are going to be a bit ordinary this year, to be honest. Um, I don't think Lampard has done enough. Chelsea are trying to get a Bamiang. Yeah, Chelsea had definitely had an awful off season, uh, particularly in the transfer market. They're being blocked at every turn. They're getting desperate if they're <laughs> they're being blocked at every turn by Barcelona. Barcelona have also pinched their players. <laughs> like they just have not had fun. Um I think bought bought Lukaku for hundred mil and then sold him back. Sent him back. Sent him back to the uh the inferior Milanese uh club. Sorry, sorry, Alex, if you if you're listening. because uh, the AC Milan is obviously superior right now. Um uh, oh, I think it's just, I think it's gonna be a draw. I'm gonna say two two. Because Chelsea don't, still haven't replaced. I reckon Everton. Yeah, Chelsea hasn't replaced their back line. Their back line's in shambles. Um, Everton still kind of in transition on the Lampard. It's it's gonna be a pretty open game. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's a good call though. I think Everton could pip that too. But yeah, I'll still stick with two. I reckon one nil to Everton, <clears throat> and it'll be <coughs> hilarious. Excuse me, <laughs> watching uh, Tuchel have a shit <laughs> at the uh, yeah. He's already he's already post game he, uh, press conference. Yeah, he's already very not very happy, isn't he? He's not a happy camper. 
All right, next one. Leicester Brentford. Leicester Brentford's Brentford in the Premier League last year? Were they the, are they the final team that got promoted? Brentford, yeah. This is this will be their second season running. Oh yeah. What did they finish last year? Oh, at the bottom. At the bottom. Just above the bottom. 22, 23, 21. Let's have a quick look. Oh, no. 13th. Respectable. But bottom half. Oh, they were above Villa. Didn't know that. Didn't know that. Oh, wait. Brentford. I bought. He's one of my strikers. You got Tony in your squad. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're, they're going to thrash him. <laughs> wait. I'm going to correct myself. Uh, oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, 3 1 three one Brentford. Hat trick to Tony. I'm going to go 2-1. Two, 2-1 one. Two, one to Brentford, just because Leicester, I think, are in real trouble. Yeah. They've done no business, and everyone's trying to st- steal their players, including Arsenal. I want Tielemans to go. Yep. But um, I think Madison to Chelsea, potentially. Yeah. Yep. Yep. A long, a long line and of uh, Leicester players that have gone to Chelsea, especially midfielders. Casper's going to, I think he's going to go to MLS. He's already gone. He's already gone. Oh, he's gone already? Yep. Okay. Shit. They're in trouble. Yep. And um, um, yeah, Vard- Vardy's got Vardy's got uh, one foot in the uh, retirement home. He, um, yep. I was checking his uh, fantasy Premier League stats and he's on year on year now has been in decline. Um, I would like, even though, which I hate because, you know, I love Vardy. Um, he's one of those, you know, 100% work rate strikers um, that, I, you know, that I have a stronger, stronger personal affiliation with, you know, came from the you know non-league all the way up into the Premier League. But yeah, unfortunately, yeah, his stats have dropped year on year, so um, that's just going to add to the Leicester's problems. Fafana's another player. I think that other clubs are chasing, and I think he might even be keen to go, even though the club don't want to sell him. But yeah, I think Chelsea is as well. <laughs> um, well, yeah, like I was telling you earlier, uh, yeah, Chelsea are like <laughs> they've quickly turned around. They've done a U turn. They've gone, you know, trying to look, gone from trying to look for the best players in Europe to who can we poach from the Premier League. Yep, yep. And finally, actually, no, not finally, because there's one more game on Monday. Uh, but we've got Manchester United versus Brighton. I'm going to go for Brighton. <laughs> Brighton and pinch it. Yeah. Yeah, I saw. Um, uh, so Man, Man United had that friendly uh, only a couple of days ago, actually, where they basically played all of the fringe players and the players that hadn't had many minutes, including one Ronaldo, uh, who had been doing his best to not play for the club again, which is kind of very distasteful, um, particularly for the Man United fans. And everyone thought, you know, it's the He's kind of, he had come back to United to, you know, to slow his career down. You would think that, you know, he'd try to do a good few seasons for United and then go back to uh, sporting, for example, and then retire. Uh, but no, apparently not. He, he definitely, definitely wants to just keep on playing in, in the top leagues in Europe, um, and particularly Champions League football, because uh, I think he, it's, I mean, it's pretty obvious knowing Ronaldo, uh, he wants to try and win the Balloon, Balloon d'Or um, one more time um, before he retires. Um, so he, he feels like he needs at least one or two more seasons where he's in the Champions League 
because uh, he knows that with Portugal he can do well um, at the World Cup. So if he if he is in a Champions League team as well and does well in the Champions League, uh, then he would be a good shot um, next year uh, for the Blonde Yob. So um, I still think he'll try and leave, if not now, but in January. Um, and you know, and and unfortunately for Ten Hag, like he's done all this work, he's brought in all these Ajax players. The core of the team is now Ajax. Um, you know, he's bringing that 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 through. Um, I think they're gonna they're gonna get better, but it won't be the start of the season. So I think you're right. I think maybe Brighton might even pip him at home, but I think I'll go for one one. That's a long winded way to do a score, but <laughs> bit of an insight into. Uh, What's been going on? I reckon two one to Brighton. And Ronaldo look, there's still another month to go. I don't I don't I don't think Ronaldo will play in that game. Honestly. I don't think he'll even make the bench. Well it wasn't um well he left when he got subbed at half time. He left and uh Yeah. But he wasn't the only one, although of course the headlines were all about him the being the one leaving, but he wasn't the only one. A number of them left, but yeah, apparently yeah. But you know, given given his experience and age, like he, you know, like he's he's if he, if he wanted to be at the club, he would have stopped the other players from leaving. You know, like old Ronaldo, yeah, who loved United, he he would have stopped the other players from leaving that. But he he was happy to join them. It just shows you where he is. Yeah. Uh, All right, and the last game. Yep. For round one, West Ham at home to Man City. Yeah. Uh, poor West Ham. They did well last year. Uh, I think I think they will annoy. They ran out of steam towards the end. <laughs> um, and Pep, Pep after the charity shield, after Liverpool's, uh, you know, brilliant victory, 3-1, uh, uh, he did admit that the City team were at least two weeks behind Liverpool uh, in terms of fitness and match sharpness. Um, so they may have a bit of a sluggish start, but, you know, again, it could just be pep things, you know, part of the mind games. Uh, I think they'll win. I think City will win. Um, expecting Holland to get over his um, his jitters and his, uh, you know, um, his miss from six yards against Liverpool. Uh, I, think he'll, I think he'll get past that for this game and they'll win 3-1. I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with four-one, hat trick from Holland. How many assists is Grill for a Man City win? How many? How many, how many assists is the uh, the hundred million man uh, Grillish going to get? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> he won't even play. <laughs> He'll be on the bench watching. Yeah. Did you see? You saw the stuff over the. Um, uh, was it the Euros with the the guy with the haircut and uh, apparently no. scoring ladies based on oh. based on his haircut? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> he got the grillish. He's yeah. trying to pick up chicks with them um, with a grill with a grillish haircut. <laughs> and he was like seventy years old. It's great, <laughs> great entertainment. Cool man. So that's round one. That's it. Set the alarm. Yeah, we've got. Yeah, I've got my alarm for 
20 to 5, which gives me enough time to switch on my coffee machine and make some coffees as the game's about to start. And um, so, also, for your knowledge, we've got how many more? We've had a, an additional three people join the Beast Monkey uh, uh, cool. league. More the merrier. So, we've got Gavin Espen, Daniel Castro, and Nicolas Diep. Uh, so Gavin Danny Castro from 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 work and and Danny from from school yeah. school days because uh, Danny Castro was uh, he, he was he was a pretty decent player wasn't he in the in, in the Canberra Canberra scene from memory no you're thinking of um oh Dan oh different Castro. You're thinking of a different Castro oh, yeah, I am too Sorry. you're thinking of a, what was that guy's name he used to play for the Cosmos yeah yeah I forget his name. Yeah, he was unreal. Um, yeah. Can anyone join this? They or can. Do they have to join before it starts? Oh uh, no! At any time, they can join at any time. Just they they will they will be behind uh, the game on points. They will be behind on points. That's right. You know, it's a, it's a social fun league, and um, and uh, you know, how, if, how so though? So, huh? Because if if they're playing now and they're not, they haven't joined any leagues, and then they join the league after that. Yeah, don't they, don't they still retain their points? Sorry, what? Because we're not playing against we're not playing against each other yeah. directly. Oh, if they're already playing and then they join our league, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, they'll retain their points. Yeah, cool. Um, but yeah, if they're starting fresh, if they got a you know brand new creating the team from scratch, like you know two or three week match match weeks in, that they will be behind. Uh, but you know that's the challenge. You, you can you can uh, definitely definitely possible if you're down a couple of weeks to um, to come from behind. Yeah, bench boost. Yeah, that's it. You got bench boost, triple captain, triple points. It's always, it's always, you know, play those, you know, those uh, triple game, double, triple game Wild weeks. Cuts. You know, over 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 Christmas when they play a thousand games within two weeks, that uh, all the managers love. You know, you got your plenty of opportunities to get bonus points. Uh, but yeah, the the link is the link is open. Um, so I don't know if you um, when you um, when you guys. Get onto the the social media team, um, Alf, if you're out there, um, and you're, you can share the the EPL, uh, the, sorry, the uh, the Fantasy Premier League link, um, so the uh, the avid followers of Beast Monkey Podcast can hit that link and create a team, or if they already have a team, join the league. Alf's got six hours to join too, so I'm going to. Um, I, I told him. I'm going to. I'm going to give him a call. I told him at, at three a.m. Yeah, I sent him a reminder. I told him about it. I said. It'll be hilarious because there's an auto pick function. I said, I said, I told him just use auto pick, and if you beat Joe, <laughs> I'll <laughs> buy a bottle of wine or something. <laughs> It'll be hilarious. He's not going to do it. <laughs> Alf, join in, you hater. Um, before we before we wrap up, yeah. Because I need to get to bed so I can get up and feel all right. Uh, uh, watch this game, but um, pick pick the first manager who's going to get the sack. First manager going to get the sack. Oh man, I need to actually look at that. Uh, no, actually, I'll just call it now. Nah, yeah, Lampard. Lampard, you reckon? Yep. I reckon Tuchel. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, he's gonna quit. He won't. He won't get sacked. He'll quit. 
<laughs> My money's on Tuchel. I don't reckon he'll make. He won't last. He, he's 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 gonna during during their their tenth consecutive loss of the season. He's gonna kick a water bottle, walk down the tunnel, and we won't see him again. <laughs> he'll do a um. He'll do a uh, De Canio, just <laughs> fly back home to Germany, and not tell anyone. <laughs> Oh. Do you remember Dicanio when he pushed that ref yeah. and he got sent off? Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he he flew to Italy. Didn't tell anyone. Yeah, he just left. <laughs> he didn't tell the club nothing. Yeah. Or um, Bill's the same thing when he when he quit Marseille. He he just left France. <laughs> uh, same with um, uh, I mean the goat seagulls in the trawler. Cantona. Uh, Cantona. Yeah, he did the same thing, right? Remember after he kicked that fan in the stand. He went back to he actually he literally went back to uh to fishing on the trawler for a few months or something. Yeah, that's uh that was crazy, man. Wild crazy times. Imagine if that happened now. Jesus. Yeah. Oh uh, that they'd put you in jail for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, and that's the thing though, like that's the difference between then and now, right? Like the like the every team has, you know, professional sports psychologists and scientists and blah blah blah. Like and, and the, all the young players are, um, you know, given all this guidance and you know proper, um, you know, training and everything like media training, um, so that they're much better conditioned to handle uh, the pressures of uh, obviously you know social media and everything else that bombards them these days. But you know, back then they had nothing. They just came from wherever they came from. They played football. They got paid insane, well, relatively for then insane amounts of money and. And then when you know people trolled them, they just um, you know if they came from a a, a more streets um, style background, then they, that's how they responded. <laughs> yep, that's right. Hey, I hadn't seen this headline until now, mm. but Chelsea signed Cucurella for sixty three million pounds. That is outrageous. Who? He's a good player, but it's not Cucurella. Now the guy with the curly hair, the Spanish guy. Never heard of him. Plays on the left? Really? <laughs> no. For Brighton? Oh, from Brighton? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, I can't say I watched Brighton too closely last year. I'm, I'm mad. Sorry, I'm mad. I'm mad. I'm mad. Very good player. I'm, I'm mad at Brighton because they um, they basically um, sidelined um, Australia's uh, greatest keeper at the moment, um, Matt Ryan. For no apparent reason, like all the all the Brighton players love Matt Ryan. They thought he was a great keeper. He was a fantastic shot stopper. Like, and then all of a sudden, the coach that came in that they they brought in, I think he's still the current coach. Like, just decided he didn't like Matt Ryan for some reason, and then just froze him out. Graham Potter. So yeah, yeah, I haven't been following Brighton, so I wouldn't even know from a lick who their players are. But anyway, anyway, there you go. They're um, they play good football. They they they're good to watch. A team with limited resources, but that is an outrageous amount of money. Like Chelsea are absolutely playing premium. They must be really desperate oh, to get. Oh yeah, the club Premier League experience. That's why they're going for Aubameyang as well. Yeah. Oh, God knows what they're going to pay for him. Oh, exactly. And that's the thing too. Like when the closer you get to the, the transfer window, and the, the clubs negotiating with a team like Chelsea, knowing that they're that they're desperate, and uh, knowing, I mean, they don't have Abramovich money anymore, but they still obviously, uh, you know, have deep pockets. Um, uh, they'll just yeah they'll be charging premium for anyone that they want. Yeah, man, that um, I think they're in a little bit of trouble, but they got a shit ton of money. So if they have a crappy season, they'll 
they'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For for me, like yeah, definitely though for them, like they they're getting what top six. Like to be honest, would be um, would be good for them. Uh, you know, if they can still push Champions League, but yeah, it, I think Jan- January January will be the the big change, big big change of momentum for them. Cool. Well, I might need to get some sleep, man. Cool. I'm looking forward to this game. So That's I want good. to uh, get a good night's rest. Yeah, yeah. And enjoy it. Yeah. If uh, good chance I'll be up, I'll be changing a nappy or something like that at around that time. I'm getting milk. If you're up, send me a text. Yep. Podcast.